Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 76 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us as we conclude our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials for the church, from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We are studying um, in March 7th to March the 13th, Genesis chapter 37 to chapter 41. And today we're going to conclude the experience of uh, Joseph speaking with Pharaoh. So Joseph has just told Pharaoh about the interpretation and advises him that he finds a man discreet and wise and sets him over the land of Egypt and gathers food during the seven years of plenty so that when the seven years of famine come that they are able to um, be prepared for this time. Um, and then uh, Pharaoh uh, looks at Joseph and says this uh, to, to his servants in verse 38. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? Pharaoh recognises um, the, 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 the connection to God that Joseph has. Um, Elder L. Tom Perry said, quote, The Lord was with Joseph. Um, there was something that dis distinguished Joseph from all the other servants. You'll notice in each situation in which Joseph found himself that the Lord was with him, it, is e it was easy to recognise the special spirit in him because of the way he lived, and heeded the voice of the Lord to direct him. That same recognition will surely be with each of us, as we are led and directed by his Holy Spirit. Listen to the still small voice when you are faced with a time of decision. It will surely be a strong warning voice to tell you to turn off the wrong kind of music to flee from the degrading television programs, to get out of a webpage that will only bring evil thoughts to your mind. The Holy Spirit will let you know when you are in forbidden territory. I promise you, if you will heed the voice of warning of the Holy Ghost and will follow his direction, you'll be blessed with the ministering of angels, which will add wisdom, knowledge, power, and glory to your life. Remember, the Lord is bound by solemn covenant to bless our lives according to our faithfulness. Only he can turn us into men in whom the Spirit of God namely the Holy Ghost, is, close quote. Joseph stood out instantly from among, amongst all the servants of Pharaoh. He stood forward and he was the one who Pharaoh recognised would be the one to lead this effort forward and ultimately not only save his people, but save surrounding tribes and nations as well. And this is something which is a great parallel to us, is that we can be saviors on Mount Zion. We are told in scriptures that we can play a role in helping others find salvation. Obviously not to be their saviors, there is only one that can do that, but to help guide people to him is something that we are called to do. And we can only do that if we are following that spirit and trying to live that life which will help us to stand out as examples to be lights unto the world. Um, the symbolism here, of course, with Joseph being um, an individual who had two children, Ephraim and Manasseh, who are in the latter days the key tribes in bringing back and gathering the tribes of Israel. Um, and here, Joseph doing this and protecting and feeding physically um, lands and nations around him. Um, whereas today we are to feed nations and lands around us spiritually is, uh, is a beautiful parallel. Um, Pharaoh continues in verse 39, For as much as God hath showed thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house, and according unto thy word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than thou. Um, this is obviously a great change um, in Joseph's standing uh, amongst the people. Um, and again, it is because he has 
done the right things consistently. He has striven to to follow the commandments and, and make the right choices. Um, Elder Elton Perry continued and said this, quote, When one follows the course marked by the road signs of the gospel of Jesus Christ and places his trust in the Lord, its influence is, is such that is manifest not only in action and deed, but by a marked and visible change in his very being. There is a special light and a spirit which radiates from his eternal soul. It can be described in words like brightness, light, joy, happiness, peace, purity, contentment, spirit, enthusiasm, etc. Close quote. The light should shine from us um, and we can uh, support others and help people to become better. Um, moving forward, Pharaoh then takes off his ring and puts it on Joseph's hand and arrays him in vestures of fine linen and puts a gold chain upon about his neck. So we have a, a change in clothing, a change in um, power that is given to Joseph, and he's given a new name, which is Zap. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a mess of this now, but it's Zapanaf Panea, um, which is uh, a, a name which in Egyptian means God speaks and he lives, uh, which of course is a um, an excellent um, connection uh, and name to give Joseph, considering what he is brought into the court of Pharaoh for. Uh, and he also uh, marries uh, Asenath, uh, who is a daughter uh, of a priest of On. Uh, so things become excellent for Joseph because, again, he has been making those right choices and has brought himself to a position where he is able to support and bless the, the lives of many. This uh, Asenath um, is actually a daughter of Dinah, meaning that the, um, and if you remember uh, who, who Dinah was, meaning that she was descended from Abraham and therefore was part of the, the Abrahamic covenant or part of the Abrahamic promise. Meaning that, of course, this this um, covenant could continue on to their children, um, Ephraim and Manasseh, which is why they are part of the twelve the twelve tribes of Israel. Um, so that is another interesting insight there to consider. But they're moving forward. Um, Ephraim and Manasseh are born, or should, should I say, Manasseh and Ephraim. Manasseh being the the firstborn, which will be interesting to consider as we move into next week's um, study as well. But I want to conclude our study for this week uh, with verse 54 of Genesis chapter 41, where the seven years of plenty come to an end. And it says, And the seven years of dearth began to come, according as Joseph had said. And the dearth was in all lands, but in all the land of Egypt there was bread. And this brings us to our final comparison, which we've had several of between Joseph and the Saviour Jesus Christ. Um, and that Joseph provided bread um, to all those in Egypt and in the lands round about, about, this bread would be seen as a as a living sustenance, sustenance for these people. And as like and as with this, our Savior Jesus Christ is the bread of life for us. Uh, so, so many links and comparisons there to consider. Uh, but this idea of preparation is so important. W. W. Christopher Waddell said this quote. When considering the principle of preparedness, we can look back to Joseph in Egypt for inspiration. Knowing what would happen would not have been sufficient to carry them through the lean years without a degree of sacrifice during the years of abundance. Rather than consume all that Pharaoh's subjects could produce, 
limits were established and followed, providing sufficient for their immediate as well as their future needs. It was not enough to know that challenging times would come. They had to act because of their efforts. There was bread. This leads to an important question, therefore what? A good place to begin is to understand that all things are spiritual to the Lord, and not at any time is he given us a law which was temporal. One thing I want to do from this point forward in our studies together is leave with us a reflective question for the day to, to think about. And so a clear one here is what can we do now today to prepare for future lean times? Don't forget these people were preparing. And as um, Brother Waddell, Waddell, or Elder Waddell said, um, he mentioned that during those seven years of plenty, even though there was so much food, they had to limit themselves and ration things to make sure they had things in place for when the seven years of famine came. What can we do today? Even perhaps if you are living in a time where things are going well uh, and that things are plenteous, what can you do to prepare for future times when things may not be so? And if you are going through a time of difficulty physically or temporarily or spiritually now, um, what reserves can you draw on? Where can you draw on to, 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 to sustain and support yourself? Both very important uh, considerations. Thank you so much for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed the study. And until we meet again.